there's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first-class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer-trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com, your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! Juranovic and Barisic are through to the next round, the last 16 of the World Cup after Croatia, drawing a few moments ago with Belgium. And Belgium, recently rated number one in the world, are out already of the World Cup. Morocco also, as we know, are through. Barry Ferguson is back with us. Barry, you look as though you look a wee bit tanned. Uh, the weather's been good in Lanarkshire, obviously, for a, for a week or so. Yeah, listen, I had a, a small break just before the mayhem of, of Christmas. Um, so a few days in the sun, Paul... A few nice glasses of wine. So now I'm refreshed and ready to go again. Back refreshed. And you just got away and then your your phone lit up, didn't it? Because the news here that we broke on Go Radio, I think we did, everyone did, that uh, your old pal has gone from Rangers, Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. When I say your pal, he was your colleague, your teammate. How do you feel about the sacking a week past Monday? Well, first and foremost, um, I, I'm obviously disappointed to see somebody lose their job um, especially an ex-teammate but listen if you look back at the, the performances and the results over the last 46 weeks Paul um, I, I think it was just going to be a matter of time certainly after the, the two points dropped uh, against St Mern, um as I said disappointed for him but listen Joe's man enough to probably admit that no probably to he will admit that the results and the performances haven't been good enough and sadly he's lost his job um, I'm sure in time he'll get back into the game and now Rangers have obviously made a, a new appointment in, in Michael Beale um, so it'll be, be interesting to see how Michael Beale does does at Rangers um, a lot of people have spoke really highly of him um, certainly as a coach he's only been a manager for five or six months um, so listen um, it'll be interesting to see how he does but I'm sure if he's given the time and a bit of finance um, I'm sure he'll do a, a fine job Colin Tabari what does he think then of the appointment of Michael Beale 0808 17 17 700 Paul Cooney here with Barry with Macklin Motors the one hour World Cup special Barry do you think Michael Beale will do well for Rangers and I read you last week and you said it on here before you left whoever the new manager is don't take it if you don't think you can still challenge and overtake Celtic this season yeah listen it's going to be difficult to, to catch Celtic certainly um Look, up until the World Cup break, Celtic were in phenomenal form. Probably the last two games, they didn't play as well. But listen, they still got the, the three points, which good teams do. Um, but listen, it's going to be a, a tough ask. But if you're playing for that club and you've got that jersey on, um, you've got to give it everything to try and claw back um, that nine points um, it's going to be hard but listen you can never give in um, Michael Beale's got a big job in his hands as I said um, so it'll be interesting to see the way that his Rangers team's going to play and, and how they set up in the first league game against um, Hibs Some of the other headlines today 
Georges Gikamakis has done so well for Celtic since he arrived uh, earlier this year for last season. Um, they're saying that his contract talks may be going nowhere at the moment. He's still under contract to 2026. Talks started, but they reckon he could be on his way out in January or maybe in the summertime. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, the way Celtic operate, Paul. Um, if they can't come to a, a deal on a, a new contract. Um, look, he, he scored a number of goals. He certainly impressed me. I wasn't too sure at the start when he first came into the club but listen I know he, he missed pre-season and he, he wasn't up to the level of fitness of, of his, his teammates but listen he certainly impressed me he knows where the back of the net is he does the hardest thing in football for me and that's score goals and look if he can't um, obviously agree a new contract he's going to be worth um, a right mm. few pound um, so listen it'll be Interesting to see how that one pans out. 17 goals last season, eight so far this year. And already, we mentioned it in the programme the other day, the South Korean striker, 24-year-old Cho Gui-sung, is wanted by a number of clubs, probably including Celtic. Do you think Celtic will get the business done early? Yeah, don't be surprised if there's two or three or even four players in in the door um, the 1st of January. That That's the way he operates. I think that's the best way to operate. Um, at a club um, sometimes it's difficult to get them in as quickly as possible but um, Postacoglu has always got his eye on the ball he knows and he identifies where he needs to strengthen the team um, and if he feels they're good enough he'll do everything in the power to try and make sure that he gets them in through the door early doors as I always think it's important um, when you get new players in they get used to the, their teammates they get used to the environment that they're going to be playing in so yeah don't be surprised if there's not just signings at Celtic, I expect um, a couple of new faces in at Rangers as well. Going to ask you about that in a moment or two, Barry. Let's hear from Michael Beale. He did his first interview with Sky Sports and Exclusive. He's going to face the media this evening, but this is what he said about that point about the title chase. Is it over? Is it still on? It's going to be difficult, we know that. I think that Ange has, has, has got a team that's in momentum. Um, and fair play to him for the job that he's done to this point. My job's to chase him down. The player's job is to chase him down. That's a mentality shift in terms of how we look at things because when I left here, we were, we were the one in front. So now the mentality's shifted and we have to chase him down. It starts with winning all the other games. It doesn't start with the games against them. And we have to get closer. Uh, the most important thing right now is we have to reconnect with our fans in terms of the way that we play. I think that's really, really important. What do you take from that, Barry? There's a few things in there. He points out they were six points ahead of Celtic when he and Steven Gerrard left. Yeah, but listen, it's a, it's a different team with some yeah. new players. But I, I like what you're saying there. There, there has to be a mentality shift. Um, look, you're nine points behind, but when you go out in that field, you've got to remember who you're representing. Um, Rangers Football Club, and you've got to... If you're going to go down, I've always said it, you go down with a fight. Um, and that's what I fully expect from... Michael Michael Beale's team. Um, I, I'm sure he'll play differently from the way Gio. I, I kind of the last 46 weeks, as I mentioned before, I struggle to see any rhythm in the, the Rangers team. But I'm sure Michael Beale, the way that he's speaking, and I like the phrase that he used, he's going to let the handbrake off. Mm -hmm. um, I like that expression. So that tells me that it's going to be a, an attack-minded Rangers team. And I'm sure that will make the Rangers fans happy. Releasing Tavernier and Barisic or whoever, the fullbacks, we didn't see them the same under GVB the way they were under Stephen Gerrard. Yeah, listen, but Giovanni had a, a certain style of yep. play. Listen, and people got to remember, he did bring a bit of success to Rangers. Sure. An unbelievable run last year in Seville. Um, and then obviously bringing the Scottish Cup back um, to, 
to Ibrooks for the first time in over 10 years so he did bring a bit of success it just kind of stalled towards the end obviously the Champions League games you don't really expect Rangers to to beat a Liverpool and, and Napoli because so, let's be honest at the levels that the players and the clubs are at but he expected better level of performances and and um, Gio's Rangers team didn't get that then domestically dropping points to Livingston St Marnon St Johnson um, and all due respect to them Rangers football club have got to be beating the teams so he's cancelled a behind doors friendly as you know with Swansea yep. this weekend because he wants to work with the players and to effect some changes we'll be working fast every single day to build we need to grow every single day and we, we need we need to work right now the boys are aware of that we've started the last two days it's fair to say that um, it is slightly different to the work they have been doing and it's even slightly different to the work that we did here previous you know Stephen was the manager Gary was the assistant and I was the first team coach that was the hierarchy then we all worked very well together but it's fair to say I've got some slight subtle changes to that and obviously that will be different to the last 68 games I've had with Gio. So it's, 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 even though I'm coming back in and I know the players, we have to go through all that again and build this team again under my ideas uh, and the staff alongside me. And he spoke about his relationship with the players because some people said, well, is he too close to mm. them? And it's the manager who's going to be different. This is an interesting perspective. I wasn't that close to the players, to be honest. In terms of like you know friends, I was never anyone's friend. I was always a bit of a disciplinarian, really, out on the training pitch. I was the moaner of the staff of the previous staff, and uh, that was my job to take train and drive standards. I was close to the players, but I was never anyone's friend. Uh, so I feel that that that's not an issue. Uh, the fact we live an unbelievable experience together, I think, knows uh, we know. I know the players know that we can we can recreate and, and build something strong and special again. So that actually gives confidence, but it's not, a, it's not a case of me coming back in here and having a million friends in the in the playing staff. I do in the uh, the support staff. What do you make of that, Barry? Yeah, the, listen, I, I like what you're saying. Um, there's got to be a line. Listen, he, he, he would have got on with the players, no doubt about it. I, I would um, hazard a guess that he was probably a go-between mm -hmm. with the manager and the players. Um, but listen, he, he was nobody's friend, but listen, he obviously got on with everybody. So he's a manager now. Um, and he's, his coaches will, will do the job he did, he did sorry, previously. Um, but he looks to me he's a real hands-on manager. He's a tracksuit manager that wants to be involved every single day on the, on the training pitch. With the clips that I've seen on the internet, um, so look, look, I, I'm really looking forward to I know they've got a game against Bayer Leverkusen but I like the, the fact that he's he's uh, he's cancelled the game against Swansea at the weekend that tells me that there's, there's time needs to be spent on the training ground guys need to know their roles and responsibilities that they're going to have within his set up of the, of the, the team so yeah but it's it's, um, it's going to be interesting but on the flip side of that it's going to be exciting as well because there's a new brand of football going to be coming in Barry, you were Rangers great and some other clubs as well. You've played at the highest level. You've won so much. What's it like, though, when you become the manager? And it happened to you at Blackpool, wasn't it, when you were playing and then you were manager as well. I know it's different at Rangers, but what's the biggest difference when you are the ultimate decider of who plays, who doesn't, who comes, who goes? Well, it's your fault if you, if you, if you get beat. Everything rests on, on your shoulders um, and that's a responsibility you've got to take and Michael Beale knows that. He's been a manager for five or six months at QPR, albeit the last month or so didn't go according to plan. So he knows that if you don't produce results, 
first and foremost um, you're going to command a, a bit of criticism but listen when you're at a club like Rangers you've got to win every single game um, no, no doubt about that but look, as I said listen he's I look back he, he's coached at some albeit at a a youth level he's coached at Chelsea Liverpool Rangers Aston Villa he's been a manager himself at QPR so a lot of people say he's not get the experience um, but listen he's got a lot of experience in terms of the, the coaching side as I said there's some massive clubs there that I've, I've mentioned and the great thing for me is or the, the good thing for me is he's been at Rangers for the three years with, with Steven Gerrard he knows the expectations and the demands that are put on you um, to to win trophies, and he he knows that he's he's going to come under the spotlight every single day, twenty four seven. But he comes across as a guy I think that that looks to me if he can handle that. Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. You know the number. If you want to speak to Barry Ferguson, what does he make of the changes at Ibrox, the eighteenth manager in the history of Rangers, and he's following some great names. And you worked under some of the greatest Rangers managers um, over the years. Yeah, you just need to look at the list of the managers. Some phenomenal managers. They are guys who carried themselves so so well. Um, they knew how to to set a team up. They knew how to drive a team on. Um, and that's something that Michael Beale will need to do very quickly because um, looking at the Rangers team as I said just before that that World Cup break they looked a team low in confidence they looked a team that were suffering um, so now a new man's in I, I watched Stephen Davis interview yeah. um, it was interesting to, to see that interview as well and listen to what, what Stephen Davis has, has got to say about him so, what was the main thing you took from that that Stephen Davis said? their roles and responsibility they, they know the way they train is the way they want to play in a game. Um, so, as I said, I'm looking forward to the. It'll be interesting to see the the Bayer Leverkusen game. But listen, the four games leading up to that old form game are crucial for Michael Beale. And what a start, isn't it? Hibs at Ibrox, Celtic play 36 hours later, Petordry. Yeah, listen, that's what you want. You want a, the first game back at home in front of your own fans I'm sure Ibrox will be absolute bouncing I'm sure they'll give him a, a warm welcome but he'll have 10 or 15 minutes to make sure he's, <laughs> he's got his team fired up but look I, I, I'm sure that um, he'll have them fired up and I'm sure in time he'll become a, a real good Rangers manager it can be a quick honeymoon can't it you know if it goes wrong yeah, li- yeah. listen time will tell I, as I said Paul yeah. I, I kind of looked when, when Gio gets sacked there wasn't many names out there mm-hmm. for me I know Sean Dice get mentioned yep. listen great manager done an unbelievable job at, at Burnley um, but would you have gone for him? no I, I would have went with, with Michael Beale for the simple fact is he had been at the club before that's the reason why I would have went um, he had a real successful period as a coach as I said he's coached at big clubs he's been out on his own albeit it's only five months he had a great first four months um, at QPR a few iffy results the last month but I kind of struggled to come up with names and, and when Michael Beale's name got mentioned I, I thought to myself why not 42 hungry he's ambitious um, he knows the game inside out the word on the street for a lot of the players is he, his training is really top notch it's high tempo um, and I'm sure and hopefully he brings a bit of aggression to the, to the Rangers play which I thought was was badly missing 
You know, for the first three years of the Stephen Gerrard reign, people spoke about Ryan Kent and Alfredo Morelos, two of the top players in that era. Then it went a bit wrong. And this season, uh, Gio didn't manage to get a tune out of either of them. And I'm not blaming him. That's just, it's been a factor this year. So the manager, the new manager, Michael Beale, was asked, what about Kent and Morelos? I think that's ongoing. Uh, certainly I'll get to have an opinion on that, but that's been ongoing. They're two players that I worked well with previously. I've obviously known Ryan and his family since he was 14. So there's a, a strong, strong relationship there built over trust over 10 years. And when I was here previously, they were both excellent, at, you know, in, in different ways. You know, in Alfredo in terms of the goals he scored and, and Ryan in terms of the way that he entertained people and got on the ball and took the game to the opponents. I think they're capable of more than they're showing right now. That's fair to say. But there'll be reasons, they'll have their own reasons for that and we're working away at it. But I trust both players. And um, we've played this out as a club before with Connor Goldson and his contract situation. And sometimes if a player wants to see and they want to take the time, there's no problem. It's fine. You know, you sign the contract, we keep talking. I think the option's both ways with both players as well. It's not just the, the, it's not, the cards ain't in... Ryan and Alfredo's hands, if you like. We also want to create a stronger range as moving forward with or without those players, ideally with them. Ian in the West End's asking, he's on the socials at Go Football Show. Barry, what would you do? Do you think you'll see Morellas and Kent featuring for the rest of the season? Are they going to sign a new contract? Um, a hard one, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's a, a tough one. Look, I, I think he's bang on in terms of their form. Listen, it's not been good enough. Sure. One thing I will say about Ryan Kent, he's work rate has been good enough. Is it confidence, do you think? Yeah, it is. Yep, definitely. Look, I, he strikes me as a really deep boy, Ryan Kent, and probably Michael Beals mentioned there, he's known um, Ryan since he was 14 years of age. He knows his family really well. And I think, and hopefully, this can kickstart Ryan Kent's Rangers career. Morelos, I'm, I'm unsure. Look, I, I always stuck by him. I still believe he is Rangers' best number nine, but... The performance against St Munpole worried me big time. Yeah, Is there a way back for him? Well, that's up to Michael Beale to try and get that out of him. Um, look, there's no doubt there's quality in Morelos. Uh, does he want to be here? He'll need to look in his eyes and if he's got any, if he's got a per percent that thinks that he doesn't want to be there, I'm sure he'll do the, the best thing for both Rangers and Morelos and, and the club. And that's... Um, let them go. Quick break and then we're back. Barry Ferguson running the rule over the new Rangers boss, Michael Beale, who is facing the media just now at Ibrox. We're back more on that and also on Celtic and the World Cup next. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! Go Radio Football Show, it's the World Cup edition. This time tomorrow night, Peter Grant will be in the studio. Tonight, Barry Ferguson is back after a well-earned few days in the sunshine. Barry, you didn't manage to bring the sun back with you. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like late? Oh, no. December, of course. Yeah, first of December, yeah. Paul. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're nearly at Christmas. Listen, you, you expect it. Listen, I don't mind the cold. Yeah. It's when it starts blowing a gale and and um, lashing it in um, but listen I'm, I'm excited listen I'm a big Christmas man mm. oh, love you it. love it you're oh, excited love it. Yeah. yeah it's a brilliant yeah. family time as well so yep and yep. also there's a, a few Christmas parties coming up indeed so. yeah the tree's up in here already yep. yep happy birthday to Woody today it's her birthday 
So, Karen, congratulations. And Jordan as well, it says birthday. So, to everyone, thanks for making the switch. We're on every night from five. Glasgow in the West loves talking football. There's, uh, it's just so different with the World Cup on, Barry. It hasn't caught a light yet, but at the moment, we're just listening as well. So, Michael Beale has said in the, in the last few moments, he wants his team to be on the front foot. Yeah, listen, brilliant. Love to hear that. Attack-minded Rangers team. I'm sure the Rangers fans are watching this at this moment in time and that, that's what they want to see. Um, Rangers have got to take the game to every single team that they play against. Certainly at Ibrox. Um, so, it'll be, as I said, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, but listen, time will tell, Paul. Uh, but listen, we'll, we'll see the first game against Leverkusen, which will be a good test for them. And... Um, but they need to be, make sure that they're set up, they're ready to go and, and try and take a fight to, to Celtic um, when, the, when the first game comes around against Hibs at Ibrox. You like the phrase, the hand breaks off. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah I, I, that's what I want to see. I want to see both full-backs high and wide, um, the, the, the wingers coming inside and, and picking up little pockets to, to be in the half turn. Um, so listen, you're saying all the correct things. No, no doubt about it um, but listen the proof will be in the pudding Paul when, when the game start he was asked a few moments ago about loyalty about his statement just over a month ago we know the story at QPR Wolves wanted him yep. um, he said nope I'm loyal I'm staying here I've started a project so he's been asked about it and he said yeah I think he said the words I regret some of that for the people there but there was it's a no brainer I had to go to Rangers the size of the job what do you feel about it? Frank was on last night and he was a Celtic fan, but he was criticising him, saying, how can Michael Beale tell players and talk about loyalty? Well, I'll tell you something. If a club like Rangers or Celtic come in for you, you can't knock them back, Paul. Too big. Too big a club. Um, listen, he's obviously said that. He's went and... I don't know if he spoke to Wills, but Wills were interested in him. Um, but listen, in a club, when, when they... Rangers come calling or Celtic even yeah. um, you can't knock them back listen it'll be he'll not be in as much money he'll not have a, as big a budget he would have probably got it at Wills no yeah. doubt about it but um, to go and manage a club the size of Rangers um, I, I'm sure he would have regretted some of the things he said mm. um, but he, as he said on his press conference just now Paul he didn't know it was coming um, but when a club that Rangers comes calling you never knock it back and you believe that he didn't know it was coming some people said this may he have been a deal probably never knew before yeah. he came up to Rangers with Steven Gerrard how big Rangers is and the three years he spent there with the stadium with the fan base I know it was through Covid um, most of it the training facility um, he knows he's at a massive club and when as I said when a club like Rangers come calling Paul no matter what you say in the past, you can never knock it back because it will never come round again. How many times have we spoken on this programme about Rangers' injury worries this year? And Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, this would have been his first full season, you know, and getting his own squad together. But so many injuries, it's been one of the... Yeah, but Paul, I'm not going to use that no. as an excuse. I looked at the teams that were out against the... Yeah. I'll go the domestic side, mm. the Livingston game, the St. Johnson game, the St. Murn game. I look at the starting eleven, and it was, it was yeah. still strong enough to, to, to get the three points. So I don't use that as an excuse. Look, missing some important players, but listen, that's why you build a big squad. Rangers have got that, but I'll go back to it. The recruitment wasn't good enough in the summer. Let's hear his view on the players that have been missing. That area needs to clean up, that's fair to say. We cannot use it as an excuse. That's really important. We don't use that as an excuse moving forward. We need to get them players fit. They're fighting 
and working day in, day out to, to get back. I think I have to create an identity that the fans are really excited about. It starts with us inside, the players being energised by it. I need to drive the standards and I have to be myself, you know, regardless the last two managers, as I say, uh, Stephen, I thought, did an incredible job here in the time I was here, where he took the club from, from where it started. Geo's took that on. Now I need to add my stamp with my staff. And it is a management team as well. It's not just myself. Just what you said there, Barry. Let's get a little bit more. Um, how do you feel about being back at Ibrox? It's a huge responsibility to, to a number of people, fans worldwide, to the ball, to the players here. More importantly, the fans, I think. And, and You know, the last two... Two people that have sat in this seat, world-famous players, both national team captains, and in my opinion, both did uh, good jobs, both won a lot of games and won trophies. So the responsibility of being a Rangers manager is huge to a number of people. Uh, I've got huge pride for, for me and my family. Yesterday was a very important day for, for me. And uh, yeah, I'm delighted to be back inside the club. It's not often you get to work for a club this side, size twice, and uh, I'm delighted to be back. Barry, you like what you're saying? Yeah, listen, I'm I'm really enjoying what you're saying. Um, you're saying all the right things, Paul, in my um, eyes and ears, should I say. Um, so, as I said, I just want to get the games started again. I like the fact, that I'll go back to it, that he's he's um, he's cancelled the game at the weekend. He thinks, being on the training field every single day and spending hours and hours with the squad of players. Now, I, I look at Rangers and I think there's good players there. Um, but I think there's players that need to be added as well, Paul. January in the summer, and even going back to the uh, going on to the, the falling transfer window, these are going to be massive for for Michael Beale because I do think he needs reinforcements. in. I look at the recruitment side of things, um, certainly in the summer, and um, it's clearly not worked out. Um, so he's he's going to spend time. He'll identify areas of the pitch and players that he thinks it can go forward with him. And also players that he he doesn't think, and um, I think you'll see a fair bit of coming and going um, during the cha uh, January and and summer windows. You need one person calling the shots. It's at the manager club. Seeing your seat last Thursday was a great manager. He always speaks about you fondly, even though you chucked ice at him, <laughs> Martin O'Neill, and he said exactly that. Yeah, listen, yeah. I, I think there's a role for a sporting director or a director of football, whatever you want to call it. Right, they, they do a, a good job in terms of going and taking a lot away from the manager. But when it comes to players, the final call has got to come in the manager. He's a, he's a guy who yeah. coaches them. He's a guy who picks a team to put them out in the, the pitch. Um, and I don't think Michael Beale, if I'm being honest with you, would have took the job if he wasn't going to get the last say in any signings that are going to be, uh, going to be coming in at the club, hopefully in January in the summer because you're at your strongest, your bargaining position when you come into a job and Rangers really want him mm -hmm. and surely he said, look, I need to be calling the shots. By all means, as a sporting director or whatever, but it has to be surely around what the manager yes, and how he wants to play. Because results fall on yeah. the manager's shoulders. Yeah. Um, and as I said, I, I think there is, there, there's no doubt in my mind there's um, a place in the game for sporting directors or director of football, but when it comes to signing players, they do a great job, but... When it comes to if they put three players to a manager, the manager has got to get the final call and say, he's my number one. Barry Ferguson back. And speaking about Michael Beale's appointment and Michael Beale is in front of the media for the first time at the moment. I take it that'll be the blue room then, Barry? Yep. You could hear the clock in the background. Yep, is that right? Yeah, you, you could. Um, what does it play? Listen, no, that'll, be a, that'll be an unbelievable... Yeah. 
hour or so that he's going uh, to be doing his press or yeah. walking into that blue room as a Rangers manager. Um, not many people get to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, it's a proud day for him. But listen, I'm sure he'll just want to get out of his suit and get back into his trackies yeah. and, <laughs> and uh, get on the, the training I'm, field with the players. I'm going to give you more quotes from it. Are you a wee bit envious of him? Not him personally, but no, listen, one day I, to be manager. I, I said in my column, yeah. I, any, any guy who manages Rangers... I wish them every success. Listen, it's my club, Paul. Yeah. I want them to be successful. I was delighted when Gio got the job. I was um, devastated when he, he lost it. But listen, I also know that it's a results-driven business. The results weren't good enough. The performances weren't, weren't good enough. But sadly, Gio lost his, his job. Now there's a new man in. And listen, I'll be... Um, I'll be backing them big time and hopefully he can bring success back to Rangers. Here's some more quotes from the manager, Michael Beale, speaking at the moment. He was asked about long-term targets. Here's what he said. We need to win the title, number 56, he said, as soon as possible. Win cups, yes, and try to get the best out of the players. What about the title challenge this season? We heard it earlier. He said, I think the first thing to do is to get the identity the way we want it. Start winning football games. Most important thing is to win the next game. And that, of course, is Hibbs. On the backroom staff, among the three, Neil Banfield joins with 21 years' experience at Arsenal, uh, well, seven of those, several of those at Arsenal. Has he spoken to Stephen Gerrard? He said, we've missed each other uh, in terms of the messages and that, but I know I have his full support. So he hasn't actually spoken to Stephen Gerrard. Is that what happens once you part ways? Yeah, listen, it'll yeah. be a whirlwind few days. Paul, listen, his, his phone will be red taut. Listen, I'm sure he's spending every single second mm. of the day um, inside the, the, the training centre and, and making sure he's getting everything spot on. Because, um, as he says there, he, he needs to um, hit the ground running mm. straight away with, with a um, a victory against Hibs and a, a good performance. I, I'm just looking forward to, to seeing the, the differences in that he's going to make to this, this squad because it's going to be the same group of players, Paul. Yeah. And it's the same group of players that weren't performing a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I, I'm sure um, he'll, he'll, he'll uh, put so much work into it. And um, I'm sure you'll see a different Rangers part in the play and set up. So as I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Someone you know well, the chairman, Douglas Park, um, he welcomed them. That was the statement that came out while we were on air on Monday. It came in, it was the breaking news. Uh, he welcomed them to the club. I guess the big question is, Barry, when will there be money in January? And it's, you know, you could blow 10 million on somebody Look, that... Paul, Paul, people have got to be realistic. There's not yeah. going to be tens of millions available. I read a quote that there won't be a lot of money available mm-hmm. in, in January. Um, but I, I'm sure there will be some because you want to bring in his his, his own players. I, I don't think you'll see a massive turnover in January, but I think in the summer you could see a, a bigger turnover. Um, I don't think it's a full rebuild, but I, I think there's there's a number of players that are, are going to be leaving the club. It yep. always happens, and there's going to have to be a number of players coming in. Um, but the problem you've got is, is it's okay getting good players, Paul. But when you step across that white line and the demands that are put on you, not a lot of people can handle that. It's so different. That's what everyone who's played for Rangers or Celtic says. There's something different about making that step up. Yeah, 100%. I've seen it with my own eyes, yeah. Paul. I've seen guys who have come in for big clubs from big leagues and um, they, they come in after games and they think to themselves, wow, 
Um, but listen, that's what happens when you play at a big club like, like Rangers. You're expected to win. I've always said it. Every game you play, you're expected to win. A draw's not good enough. A defeat's an absolute disaster at Rangers. Here's a bit more from Michael Beale. Huge. It's a huge club. I've been very fortunate, you know, as, as a young coach to to work in big clubs, and and that's always rubbed off on me. You know, I'd spent nearly ten years at Chelsea and, and six years at Liverpool in two spells, and I've been at Rangers before for three and a half. I've been at Aston Villa, so I've been used to being at real, real big clubs, and it rubs off on you. Here, the expectation is huge. It's not like anywhere else I've experienced before, but I have experienced it for three and a half years, so I know that it's a privilege, you know, when people say expectation, they call that pressure, I think it's a privilege. If no, there's no expectations about you and your, your work, I think you're not working at the right level. So I'm, I'm running towards that. I wanted that opportunity and gladly I've got it. Just thinking, Barry, he's bucking the trend, doesn't he? So often we say, you know, players and managers want to go to the biggest league in the world, which is England. Mm -hmm. He had the chance to go to Molyneux four and a half weeks ago and he's coming to Scotland. Yeah, and probably trebling his salary. Really? Yeah. Quadrupling his oh, salary. Yeah. The budget would have been just yeah. off the top of my head, 40, 50 million quid to go yeah. and bring players in. Um, but listen, it grips you, Rangers. And you hear him saying that. Um, he came in three years ago and he understands and realises how big a club he's now managing. Um, now it's all about getting on the training field um, but listen, come Saturdays or Tuesdays or Wednesdays, whenever you're playing, you're expected to win games and the pressure is always going to be on you. But listen, go and embrace it. Embrace the pressure. That's what I always used to say when I was a, a player. Pressures, you can work it one or, one or two ways, Paul. I enjoyed the, the, the pressure. Um, some people didn't. But the way he's coming across is that he's chasing the pressure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now he's at the right place. Right, so I'm going to throw in different things that have been said just in the last three minutes. Players will go back to wearing suits on match days. I'll ask the someone who looks very fetching in a suit, Barry Ferguson, a moment or two. What do you think of that, Barry? Yeah, love it. You love it? Yep. Yeah. That's the way it should be. Okay. Match days, club suit. Does that affect how you're going to play? No, it's just tradition. It's just when I was growing up as a, a young apprentice, um, that's what I've seen. Um, every single day at training, you had to wear a... Um, a tin flute. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You had to that is a suit. It wasn't a flute, was it? No. <laughs> no. It was, no, it was a suit. You know so did saying. you have to wear a shirt and tie? Yep. On shirt training tie, days. Yeah, yeah. Every day. Then wow. it got a bit relaxed. Yeah. Going into late nineties, early two wow. thousands, where you could be casual coming in. But mm. match day, collar and tie, Rangers um, suit yeah. jacket, the brown brogues. That's that's <laughs> right. for me, yeah. is is what being a Rangers player is all about. Wow. I know you're laughing, but no, no, I, no. I'm. It's uh, it's nostalgic. And remember that Walter had his cardigans. That wasn't obligatory for you, was it? No, that was more it the wasn't, management. But do you team. know what? Yeah. I, I tried that, but I just didn't. <laughs> I didn't have it off the same way as Walter did. But give it a few years, Barry, and then I'll bet you turn up here at the Go Radio Studios with it. I like wee colour bits like that. It's it is unusual, isn't it? Being asked, mm -hmm. are you going back to suits? So that was planted that when he obviously they knew that was the case. Mm -hmm. uh, if he performs how he trained today, yeah. So he was asked about Morellas. Here's his latest. What about Alfredo Morellas? And the manager said if he performs how he trained today, he can definitely get a tune out of him. Also he wants to get Kemar Roof back playing. Mind you who doesn't? So Morellas yeah, fun, listen, this is a, everybody's argument about Morelos. Yeah. I was just so disappointed the last game against St. Mernpol. Um yeah. He just yeah. looked lethargic, he was not at it. it just, 
he just didn't look interested but for me if he can get a tune out of Morelos um, that, that'll be good for the, the Rangers team because for me when he's on for him he's a real handful but listen for me you've got to do that every single day yeah. that should be a given anyway you've got to train the way you want to play so if Morelos is doing it today I expect that to happen every single day Barry's back as you can hear the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Your local friendly experts for new and used cars Let's go This is the Go Radio Football Show Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson and looking forward to the business show with Hunter and Hockey on Sunday 11 till 12 and Bob Keeler former boss a great business leader um, lives in the Aberdeen area he'll be joining us he was the boss of Scottish Enterprise loads of companies as well they're also going to be talking about football on it and football finances because as you know Barry Manchester United could be up for sale the Glazers could be out of town but they might want £6 billion for Man United yeah but I mean even over the last I don't don't know, probably you correct me here, Paul. Six, seven, eight years, they've not been successful on the field, but it's still a massive, massive club. And I think if it becomes um, up for grabs, I think there'll be loads of people, um, no loads of people, obviously. Yeah, sure. There's just no <laughs> the, the price that you're you're speaking about, but I think that'll um, that'll entice quite a few bidders to come in and, and try and get Man United. Big business, isn't it? And of course, we know that Newcastle, they've come in from the Middle East. We know what's happened at Man City. Mm -hmm. uh, the money in the Chelsea days, Abramovich, obviously, he's moved on now. It's Todd Bowley. That's going to be fascinating. I'm looking forward. Because, yep. as you know, Willie joined us in the studio some months ago and we talked about football finances. Yeah, well, the, the Man United fans have never took to the Glaziers never. anyway. Yep. Um, and, and I watch Gary Neville quite a bit. I listen to his podcasts and, and he says that they never put any of their own money into the club they're always taking their, their dividends out yeah. or, or whatever um, so listen I think the Man United fans will be absolutely delighted that, um, that the club will be going up for sale any of your friends in for it at 6 billion is that maybe just a little bit too rich Barry so that's with Workflow Solutions Sunday morning Hunter and Hockey it's a brilliant show I really enjoy it and then there's the boards you can't afford so that's on Sunday today Thursday night, so Morocco are through. Uh, Croatia are through as well. Uh, Barisic hasn't featured yet, has he? Mm. But uh, Juranovic has, and he is in the shop window, isn't he? But Celtic have already signed yeah, Alistair Johnson. One. Well, they've got ready to sign the mm. Canadian. What are you thinking, Juranovic? Yeah, he, he's another one. I've seen his contract. I think he's to 2026, mm. I, I read. Um, listen, he's a player that's certainly impressed me. Um, again, another player that Postacoglu's picked out that I never knew anything about um, much about I did know he was a, a creation international um, but again if he's not going to sign on the, the dotted line Paul I, I'm sure Celtic will look to, to do some business and you've just mentioned there that they're, they're close to signing the Canadian international so um, one could be coming in and one uh, could be coming out we'll find out over the coming weeks we can't wait to get back to you know, the Premiership, it will be terrific. Mm -hmm. Just two weeks to go, Barry. Yep. Um, for the World Cup, some been some good games, maybe not great games yet. I've been impressed, Paul. No. I'll be honest with you, I've I've watched a few, I've not really been interested. I don't know whether because it's the time of the year. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's in November, I know we're, we're going into December now. Just not really took much interest. Um, I but, do know what you mean, it's definitely different. Yeah. yeah. What, what about France? Have they impressed you most? 
Yeah, I, I know they left out quite a yeah um, a few players in, in the game um, against Tunisia with the loss one 0 um, They've certainly get for me at this moment in time the best player in the world. Mbappe, yeah, yeah he's yeah. just ridiculous. What do you um, like about him? Just stating the obvious. What do you know like about him? That's <laughs> Pace easier. And, yeah. He's got he's got everything. Yeah. Um, just a, a phenomenal player, uh, and he's such. I mean, what is he? 21, 22 years of age. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be the best about for the next eight to ten years. There's, there's no doubt about it. But a, a lot of the games I've I've bored me, Paul. If I'm being honest yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. Um, who do I fancy? I, I I was fancying Brazil or Argentina. Argentina for. Messi's sake because mm-hmm. um, this is going to probably be his last World Cup yep. but again I've not been really impressed with them um, the game on a night again I, I love my football but yeah. I found myself flicking through channels sure. um, and you've got Lewandowski up against Messi but it didn't so happen isolated. did it? Lewandowski yeah, sure. well, I mean what a centre forward but mm. Poland yep. played a certain way listen they, they get through so yeah. um, who am I to argue with the, the, the manager's tactics but yeah, they, they, a lot of the games have no impressed me. Ronaldo, any chance that he, they could go all the way? Could they be, you know, they've not been I think mentioned. They, they could maybe go quarters um, or whatever. Um, but I, I, again, they, they're a team that, that they've played some decent stuff, but nobody's really jumped out at me, if I'm being honest with you. England could well face France in the quarterfinals. You're not going to let me no, I'm not, so forget this. Who's, yeah, I've, who's you know what? I've got a sneaky feeling that. It pains me to say it. I, I think they, they could have a chance. England could yeah. win yep. against France and could win the World Cup. Yep. I do. I, I know. I know. It's, I shouldn't really be saying this. That's but what listen, you think. I, I, you I, know, I'm just football. being honest, yeah. aren't I? Yeah. Um, but I, I've just got, I, I don't know, I've got a sneaky feeling. Mm. I just look at their strength and depth of their squad as well. well who does he play? Is he going to play Phil Foden? Is he going to play Mark, Marcus Rashford? Yeah, Rashford looks if he's back to his best. Confidence. Yeah, I mean, what what a free kick. Um, good finish for his, mm. his second goal. Um, Phil Foden, you know what I think of him. I just look, think they look strong in the middle of the pitch with Henderson and Rice. Calvin Phillips is coming back. They look strong at the, the back as well. Um, not really been tested yet, though, have you? At the no, back? They, they've not been yeah. tested. Um, but I've just got a, I, I don't know. Look, I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> Barry Ferguson alert, they could win. So if you were a betting man, you're not, but you maybe put a fiver on England to win the World Cup. Yep. Okay? Mm. Right, we'll watch out for it in the coming weeks. But I hope. Yeah. I hope Argentina win it. Okay. Argentina would, I mean, they're such a passionate yeah, nation, I just aren't think they? for me, yeah. watching Messi and being able to come up against him, Paul, as well, in a, a, a few occasions. I know, I love these stories. For me, yeah. I mean... We're, we're lucky to have both Messi and Ronaldo at the same time. Two unbelievable, phenomenal. What was Messi like? Just give us a wee quick, a moment that you remember playing against him. I, I, I was just in, in awe how mobile and um, just the, how quick his feet were. Uh, and what 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 I stood out for me was the fact that when he took hits, he just jumped back up. But for me, that. so lucky to have both of these players. But Messi edges it for me. He's been the he's been the best player in the last ten years, Paul, and and I think he he deserves um, to go out as a a World Cup winner. And we mentioned last night and checking in on Pele. He's in hospital, uh, as you know, an ongoing cancer battle. We hope that Pele may be the best of all time, and we wish uh, him well.
It's the World Cup where we'll find out. VAR, we don't have enough time to talk about it tonight, but there's been some strange decisions. I see Stephen Robinson uh, has been speaking about it, about the handball rule. Barry, it is, VAR is going to be... Remember just before this break, as much as talking about you know Celtic being nine points clear and Rangers, what was happening there, there were so many VAR incidents. Mm. Not as many in the World Cup, but this handball rule surely needs to be looked at. Yeah, I, I hate it. As I said, there's, there's, I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what defenders are, are meant to do. I don't like this defenders going out to close down a, a cross with their hands behind their back. For me, that's unnatural. Um, I feel that players are going to get into the box and try and flick the ball up off somebody's hand. Bang, penalty. I, I don't like it. And hopefully, in time, that rule will change, Paul. Let me give you another couple of quotes, the last of them, I think, um, on the squad. He said, right, I'm assessing at the moment. We've had three really good days of training. Um, be honest with every player on their role in the squad. I've heard from players who say that he is brilliant in one-to-ones. His attention to detail about your progress, your weaknesses, your strengths is second to none. Yeah, and I heard the same thing. Um, that That was the... That was the word in the, the street when he was at, at Rangers. He, he, he took a lot of the, the, the sessions. Um, he looks to me, as I said at the start of the show, Paul, he's going to be a manager who's going to be really hands-on. Um, he says the, the last three sessions have been really good. Um, and he'll be he'll be just looking closely at the players at this moment in time and he'll be thinking to himself, who's the ones that I want to go on this journey and who's the ones that I don't think are, are quite there to yeah. go on this journey so th- this is going to be an, an important couple of weeks for him certainly on the, the training ground and, and listen nothing can happen to January anyway but I don't think you'll see massive changes in January Paul but I think come the summer I think you could see um, as big a, a rebuild as probably when Postacoglu came into Celtic which was phenomenal and he's been speaking up and talking up about Hadji and Lawrence and I know you liked you know the things that Lawrence was doing I liked Lawrence yeah. I'd seen a lot of him last year because he obviously with the Wayne Rooney situation um, yeah. down down Darby. at Derby yeah. he was a captain there and he did stand out for me he did impress me when um, when he played with Rangers unfortunately got injured Hadji's been a long term injury I don't think you can expect too much of him because he's been out for such a, a, yeah, such a long time. Because he's been out for seven or eight months. Um, but it's good to see that these players on the road back. Uh, so we just need to wait and see how far they, they are away from getting on that pitch. Do you know we've only got a minute left? So two quick ones. Great to hear that Callum McGregor could return for Celtic in the friendly against Wren. Yeah, great for Celtic, no great yeah. for Rangers. <laughs> no, listen, he's, he's laughing, but he's not happy. No, <laughs> he's. Uh, but let's be honest yeah. he's a driving force of the Celtic team I do think Celtic did cope really yeah. well I, I thought when he got that injury he's going to be a massive miss he, he is a big miss no doubt about it but I think Celtic have coped well but I'm sure the, the Celtic fans and Posta Coglu will be absolutely delighted that he's in the, the road back and for January with Morellas and Kent do you think the manager might put his stamp on the place and encourage them to go try and get some money in it doesn't look as though they're signing new contracts try and get something in in the last five months of their contract and then well, let I them go I would look short term yeah. I would look let's try and get a kick out of these players the next would four you? games okay. leading up to the, the, the Celtic game um, but Gio couldn't get it from them yeah look at the end I, I did say one thing that you can't label against Ryan Kent is he, he did um, he tried he put a lot of effort in 
just lacking that bit of confidence. But hopefully, Michael Beale, known him since he's a 14 year old boy, can get that for him back out of him. And in terms of Morelos, interesting to hear Beale saying he had a good training session. I want to see that every single day. When you come in next week, Barry, will you have the shirt and tie on, the Go Radio uniform? Yeah, <laughs> the brown brogues on, no problem. Thanks, Barry. See you Cheers, next Paul. week. Peter Grant's here tomorrow night at five. Jokal Day is up next. Enjoy the football tonight. See you tomorrow at five. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go. There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton.